0: Welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will guide you through a movie. Tonight I am looking at the little known Scottish horror Citadel from 2012, filmed in my hometown of Glasgow. Using a shoestring budget and handheld cameras, this was shot across five years during the winter. Of each year, that is me. Anyway, there is little to no information online about this other than the director slash writer Kieran Fry uh, wrote this after being attacked and beaten up by a group of youths in the 80s. Sadly, this will happen a lot in Glasgow as it's not a happy-go-lucky city as the world seems to think it is. It's full of junkies, alcoholics and douchebag neds. Now, of course you're not British, and Ned is a non-educated delinquent. I think they run this city while wearing tracksuit bottoms and football tops or hoodies, even in the dead of fucking winter, the bloody idiots. All they do is stand in street corners and knock back fucking cheap, I don't know, buckfast or various boozies and crying out a bunch of little fuckers. So, come with me as I show you the dark side of the city. With a budget of low, this thing pulled an unknown. Starring Ewan Bernard, hang up, was his name, and James Cosmos. Directed by Kieran Fry. Or Fog, even. was his name. Was. Anyway. The plot A young couple are jumped by a group of youths, all wearing hoodies. The husband is beaten but spared, whereas the girlfriend is killed. She is with child. Actually, he isn't beating until later on in the movie. Moving on. Luckily, the baby survives as several months later, the man is never shut in. Now, the youths are out for his baby and he is living in potential fear. Actually, uh, he's living in fear constantly. Can a priest help him face his demons and save his baby? You find out here. So, this opens up on a group of high-rise flats in Govan, Glasgow. And that one was pulled down shortly after filming was completed. The camera then zooms into flat 111 in a rundown building as inside a couple are leaving the house forever. She is Joanne, played by Amy Shields, and her boyfriend is Tommy, played by Erin Bernard. She's heavily pregnant and he's a frown a proud, a proud, a proud father to be. They are moving out, as I says. This is their final day in this dump, and I swear to God, this is the same flat my sister lived in back in the early nineties. Same dank hallways, same broken down and useless lift that reeks of piss, same flickering hallway lights. Only this production takes it a lot further, as they add this weird dark black stuff on the walls and everything is completely trashed so hmm plus this this weird filter and everything makes everything look so dark blue and dank and disgusting looking anyway he takes the last of their bags into the lift leaving her all alone for reasons I mean what the fuck oh, i should just take the lift down with him it's beyond me as the lift door closes she is attacked and beaten brutally ...by a group of hooded neds. He is powerless to stop this as the lift is jammed. One of the neds sneer at him as he bangs at the lift door. It looks up and it is not human. Finally, the lift moves, going all the way down to the basement. Because, what the fuck, he then has to run up the stairs to get him and i swear to god these stairs are disgusting they are piss stained and there's needles lying all over the place there's trash everywhere and he can hear her screaming as he runs up the 11 floors to get her well help he then chases them off and finds her lying on the floor barely conscious beaten and bloodied badly with a needle stuck in her belly cut to them running down a hospital corridor Possible at the Southern General Hospital, which is now called the Queen Elizabeth II Hospital. She's taken into surgery to save the baby, as he falls to absolute pieces, barely holding it together. Hours later, he's had his baby daughter Elsa, and note she is put by twin boys. So there we have that one. Joanne, however, didn't make it. She died of a mysterious illness. Up pops the titles, and my. God, this is bleak. Jesus, jinkies, this is bleak. And by the way, I cannot stand this guy that plays Tommy. He is such a weak, mumbling, stuttering twat. I mean, I get it. Your wife has been killed by a group of Neds, and your baby barely survived, but, I mean, you're acting like it was you got beaten up. I mean, I get it. It's stressful, and I get it. You've got a newborn baby, and but you're acting like a stuttering, st- mumbling, useless pathetic excuse for a bloody well human I mean I have been jumped many a time by these fucking asshole neds and I've been gay bashed twice and I did not cr- crumble into this pathetic stumbling weakling I fucking faced up to the things and moved on for crying out loud anyway i too harsh there Meh. months later Tommy is living alone as the high rise flats loom in the background of his new home and note, no such houses are even anywhere close to these flats. I suspect this is a cut and paste job, I mean, because it looks really bad, so. And before you ask, yes, I saw this thing getting filmed back in 2007. But I just thought it was some, I don't know, TV show like Tiger or what the hell it was at the time. It moving on. Tommy, as I said, is now a shut-in, afraid of the outside, yet he's living in a house with a glass-panelled door. Yeah, bullshit. Now, don't quote me on but I don't think there is any glass-panelled doors in Govan, so again, this is bullshit. Uh, Tommy then gingerly leaves the house, looking like absolute dog shit. He's lost his pretty-boy looks, and he has now has unkept hair and black circles under his eyes. And he looks worn down and much, much older. I guess it is much more older because it's fucking five years later. I mean, <laughs> Jesus jinkies. I mean, hmm. He's in therapy to deal with his agoraphobia. He's told to run it in a circle as his doctor barks at him that he's been followed. And not to show fear as they get closer and closer and closer. He does this about a dozen times running in the same circle as the doctor barks at him like they're The the neds are behind you, they're catching up on you But there's a taxi, go catch the light Blah 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 Is this how agoraphobia is Therapied? I mean I have no idea What the fuck's going on here Then he is told to face his fear The doctor then picks apart his posture Telling the group He'll be lucky if he hasn't jumped again By the way, this useless Bitchy doctor is Dr. Kelly Played by Ingrid Craigie And she's in one useless scene so after session, the doctor asks how long it's been since the attack. He says it's been nine months. Shouldn't she fucking know she's supposed to be the fucking therapist? Shouldn't she know this for crying out loud? And Joanne isn't dead, but she's in a, com- a coma. Uh, wait a minute here, they say she's dead, but moving on. The machines will be turned off the next day. With that, she tells him there's nothing else she can do for him and just walks out and leaves him. Leaving him with... One piece of information, feel your fear, but don't like it. Take over yourself and face it when needed. With that, he just takes the bus home. The bus stops dead in the middle of the road, telling him this is as far as they'll go, as it won't go any further, there is no bus back into the city centre, which is bullshit. I have never in my 43 years living in Glasgow have I ever heard of a bus refusing to enter certain parts of the city. And there is not one bus that goes into the city centre per day. That is utter fucking bollocks. Like I says, this production seems to paint Glasgow more darker and disgusting than it actually is. And it's fucking disgraceful. So with that, he gets off the bus as it pulls away he has no choice but to walk. He walks into the trash-filled housing scheme, which handily has a sign saying it's getting pulled down soon. Why the fuck did the housing give him the bloody brand-new shiny house if he's going got to move out less than nine fucking months? That is ridiculous. And note, Glasgow might be a rough city, but it doesn't have burned-out cars and fucking trash piled up high over the bloody shot. This is fucking ridiculous. Tommy... Returns home as we see that night. He's the only one living in the state. Bollocks How would have moved him out a long time ago. Also the street lights are not on again. Bullshit Later while channel-hopping the lights go out And that causes the baby to scream crying. That's all this fucking baby does is scream like a bastard banshee Tommy stumbles around in the dark trying to find a fuse box which he turns back on he then takes a pill after a panic attack returning to the living room he sees someone with a hoodie standing at the glass door and he runs in abject fear he then returns and they're gone so tommy locks the chain on the door hello mate why isn't the door fucking locked and chained when you entered the house you fucking idiot this this thing is badly written jesus christ this is fucking disgusting this movie Next day, he's at the hospital to say his goodbyes to Joanne. Seconds later, the machines are turned off and Joanne slips away peacefully. Utter bollocks, I mean... Uh, as Tommy leaves, a nurse gets him to sign an organ donation form. Uh, no, no, she was injected with unknown drugs and she died of an unknown virus. Why the fuck would they want her organs? Next day, Joanne is buried, just like that. I don't fucking think so, it would take at least 10 days. Oh my god. And here I meet the priest, played by James Cosmo. No, no idea what his name is, just the priest. He's called the priest all through this bloody thing. Note, this graveyard is Sight Hill, not creating cemetery, as it should be. If this was actually shot in Govan, and not this bullshit, fucking dark, disgusting, dank Govan. The priest isn't bloody well named, as I said. He tells him, Tommy that is not to... F- show fear. It's his fear that is calling these demons to him. Tommy, however, plans on moving from Glasgow to God knows where, and here the nurse from the hospital tells him he can't just run from social services or indeed his fear. With that, Tommy heads to the housing office to sign over his flat and to leave the city once and for all. He misses the last bus, so has no choice but to go back to his house even though he's Hand over the keys, and by the way, he has all his furniture still in the house. Bullshit! They would have charged him a fucking small fortune to empty that house. However, with no way in as he's handed in the keys to the housing, he has to break down the door as he chains the door closed. That night, while making Elsa a bottle, the Neds return, kill the lakes again and attack Tommy, rampsacking the house, searching for the baby. Next morning, he calls a nurse from the hospital for help. What in the actual fuck, mate? Call the fucking cops. The phone line just goes dead, so Tommy heads out. He can't do it, so has a panic attack and runs back in. The fuck is happening here? Next, he smashes up the cupboards to fix the glass door that Ned smashed in that night. earlier, With that, he has another panic attack. Keep in mind his head wound that he got from the NED attack is still gushing blood and he completely ignores Elsa's screams. That night he turns Elsa out as he walks in circles in the living room for hours on end. This guy is an unfit father and a complete fucking basket case. The social workers will be him like a fucking bad rash. As the sun goes down it starts to snow so he runs and hides in the toilet armed with a hammer. Seconds later, someone's at the door. It's the nurse. She's worried for his mental health and indeed the safety of the child. She patches him up as he tells her what happened. He tells her he can't call the cops as they won't enter the estate again. Utter bollocks. Then he thinks it's the same Neds that killed Joanne. The nurse looks at him like he's fucking bug nuts insane. The nurse then tells him what happened to Joe was a terrible accident and he couldn't do nothing to save her. He tells her, no, 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 the priest knows the truth. He warned him they'll be back. The nurse tells him the priest is a fucking bug that's insane a lunatic. He says, nope, he must go and see the priest immediately. But he's too scared to leave the house. Cut to their nurse outside trying to calm Tommy down. Finally to get him out. She takes him to see the priest in my old High school, the Govan High School, which is now turned into some sort of housing complex in this bullshit version of Govan. I mean, hmm. Anyway, I think it is some sort of retirement home because all these old guys that are shuffling around and I think they're insane. I have no idea what's happening here, moving on. He swiftly throws out the two of them as he would even listen to Tommy. Tommy doesn't leave, he demands to know what the priest knows. So he tells them they are not human, they feed on fear. And they are the worst of humanity in human form. They are demonic creatures from hell. With that, the priest takes Tommy to where the demons are coming from. The same... So, sorry. So, Tommy leaves Elsa with the nurse. Surprised, though there is... Wait for it. The high-rise flats. Tommy and Joe stayed in. So, why weren't they attacked earlier? If this has been happening for years, this movie is fucking dog shit. Tommy has a panic attack in the car, so the priest throws him the fuck out. The priest then tells Tommy the demons smell his fear. It's his fear that is feeding them. A group pour out of the basement, heading towards Tommy, so he runs for it. As more and more and from the car, the priest tells him this is his fault. He reeks of fear, and is his complete fucking basket case. The priest tells Tommy he plans on blowing up the flats with his help. Tommy refuses, telling the police he's fucking insane. So, the priest drives him back to the high school. As the nurse takes Tommy away to stay at her home. What the fuck? Yeah, no. Social service be called and the kid taken away him stuck in fucking Liverdale. Fucking mental institute. Finally, the nurse is named. She is Marie, played by Wanami. Uh, Mosaku, I think I pronounce her name. She tells Tommy she thinks all these kids need is love and attention. They aren't bad kids, they're just misunderstood. Oh, bullshit nutshell. Tommy then tells her he can't deal with Elsa. All she does is cry and banshee. Marie tells him to talk to her. She'll know he's not scared. And who the fuck wrote this, by the way? I mean, the kid knows he reeks of fear, therefore that's why she's screaming constantly. Fuck off. So Marie then hits on him as he dances with the kid in his arms to Joanna's favourite song, The Two Then Kiss. Who the fuck wrote this piece of shit? Anyway, listen at night, Tommy is sleeping on the sofa and we comes to find Elsa wide awake sitting in her what the hell is that? I think it's her... Uh, the, the the see you put in the car with car, a cartick must joint. So he Tidies up, feeds the baby and then heads out for a walk Um, to walk Maria home via the Clyde Tunnel. Okay then. Which is the tunnel that runs under the River Clyde, Glasgow's longest river? From Govan to Partick to the other side of the river? Yeah, fuck that, I would not go down that tunnel at night. Not even for a billion pounds. Yet you're supposed to believe a basket case like Tommy will do so. Yeah, you've guessed it, folks. Tommy freaks the fuck out as the Neds attack and kill Marie. She walks over to them and says, "Don't worry, boys. I'm not going to hurt you." As they beat the other living fuck out of her, Tommy runs for his life as he tries losing him in the tunnels. But it's no good. They can smell his fear, so hunt him down easily. Tommy runs towards, gets out of the tunnels rather, and runs towards a bus and gets on just in time before he's torn to fucking shreds. The bus driver lets him out payment. Bullshit. Seconds later while Tommy is upstairs on the bus. The bus is then run off the road and the driver is quickly killed. The Neds then board the bus as Tommy must be brave and hush Elsa. They quickly kill an old man and then they stare Tommy down. Here we see their blind, demonic, evil, black and pale faces. With the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. <clears throat> he is then surrounded and so is the bus. He is then jumped again and beaten with Elsie torn from his hands. He is left for dead. He comes to and is now for blood. However, he faints again and he wakes up in a mental board. He quickly escapes the empty hospital. He follows voices to find the priest. The priest tells him Elsie is alive. They turn children from pure to evil over time. They must get her back before it's too late. But he will have to do this in the morning as it's now night. With that, Tommy runs outside where the priest awaits for him. Because Tommy says, no, 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 it's not too late. I must have her back immediately. What the fuck? One minute the priest has a none of it. Next minute, it's the priest is outside. He just teleports. I mean... The priest tells him he will not go outside until the morning and he will not take tommy back to the flats and then a quick conversation later and he's driving them back to the flats here the two team up to get elsa back from the the evil demonic kids and then to block the flats the priest then hands c4 how the fuck does a priest get c4 in Glasgow? telling him To have faith and never show fear. The priest then tells Tommy the backstory of the Flats. That in 1972, a junkie girl died in the basement giving birth to two evil twins. A boy and a girl. And this was the start of the demonic children. Who in the fuck wrote this crap? Uh, We went from a mugging from a group of Neds. Which I can buy. Because it's Glasgow after all. That led to a shut-in single father, again I can buy because it would be the shock and the fear, so that's, I can buy that one. It then jumps to the, all the evils of mankind stuck in child form, ruining Glasgow, stealing children to make them evil? What in the actual fuck? This thing goes off the rails redundantly fast and falls down a fucking cliff as it gets hit with a tornado of shit. Jesus Christ, this is terrible. Anyway, back to this ridiculous piece of shit. so there's a blackout across the city of Glasgow. Bollocks! So, what better time to hunt down demons? Oh yeah, and the priest is dying of cancer that he got from one of the demonic children biting him years earlier. What the fuck? This gets worse and worse as it goes on. Why he got bitten was he took a baby boy from them who is now blind and helping Tommy and the priest mask their fears from the demons because apparently that's how that one works. I mean, a blind kid can mask your fear. Who the fuck wrote this cron? Outside, uh, the priest hooks up the car battery to a wire which is placed in C4 that Tommy places all around the basement as the priest opens up the gas lines. They climb higher and higher inside the, f- the flats, planting C4 i the place as they do. Inside the hallways, the Dominic kids are licking the wall, spreading the black mold that's all over the fucking shot. With the gas pipes broken and C4 is planted, Tommy hears Elsa screaming, so runs off to release her. He must have had some fucking hearing because the screaming is on the 13th floor, 10 floors up. It's a trap! Tommy is lured to the demonic feeding grounds as he runs for his life because apparently the demons can mock child's crying, which is beyond fucking sinister. The priest somehow finds him in seconds and tells him to plant the C4 and then open up the final gas lines. Wouldn't you know it? As they go. Go to lay the final C4, the priest coughs up blood, and now the demons can see him because this is how bad written this piece of shit is. They run from the Horde, so the priest tells Tommy Elsa is in the basement. How he knew that is beyond me. He must go get her out before it's too late. The priest then faces off against the Horde, and he's quickly torn apart. Before the priest is killed, he tells Tommy the original demons were his. As he raped the junkie girl as it was this act of sheer evil that unlocked the gates of hell. Seriously. But anyway, back to Tommy. He runs to the basement, gets Elsa back and plants the final C4. By the way, these little demonic kids are in dog cages. I mean... (sighs) Wait, hold on a second here. He's on the 11th floor. But he was in the basement, how the fuck? He is outside his old flats where Joanne died. The demon that killed Joanne attacks Tommy, and the blind kid, who just stands out and screams. So Tommy fights back, slitting its throat with a broken mirror shard, because apparently, each and one of these flats are fucking still fully furnished. With that, Tommy uses the lift to get to the basement, even though it doesn't do that, to plant the final C4. In the basement, the kid's... I mean, there's kids' clothes scattered everywhere, usually those are everywhere, and there's bones and bloods and God knows, but all scattered everywhere. Plus, there's dozens and dozens of demonic kids still stuck in cages. The little blind boy fixed the fuck out and screams, he was kept in one of these cages. Finally, they find Elsa and run for it. Outside dawn breaks. Somehow Tommy and the blanket kid and Elsa are in a tunnel. With the demonic kids coming back to the nest. By the way there's no such tunnels under these fucking flats. Tommy has no fear and only faith. So they just walk past him. Because apparently that's how that one fucking works. Tommy gets to the car. Starts the car and blows up the flats. In some terrible CGI explosive and fire effects. Credits then mercilessly fucking roll. So that was Citadel. What starts off as a study in agoraphobia quickly turned into a bullshit story of demonic children spreading fear and evil across the entire city of Glasgow somehow. Even though their base is in... Oh, moving on. Oh my god. Steaming from a lusty priest fucking a junkie girl. Who come up with this bullshit? I mean, Jesus Christ. This thing is beyond fucking terrible. I can't stand the lead actor. The priest. Makes no fucking sense, this backstory makes no fucking sense. Nothing in this godforsaken movie makes any sense. I'm going to give this thing a minus 10 out of 10, giving Glasgow a much bad name than it's fucking got. Still, back next week as I look at a lot of known sci-fi horror infestation. Don't right, forget to like, share, comment and subscribe and follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. A bye!